So this really is a group, it's a support group for really anybody that is crew or wants to become crew, or maybe you've been crew, but you have a crew mindset and you're maybe taking that into something else. And that's what we're really supporting each other with. My name is Heidi and wherever you are in the world, I just want to welcome you to our amazing community and family at Not Just Crew. So this really is a group, it's a support group for really anybody that is crew or wants to become crew, or maybe you've been crew, but you have a crew mindset and you're maybe taking that into something else. And that's what we're really supporting each other with. This group was set up by some wonderful founders. Some of them are still crew, some have moved on to other things. But we realized that during the pandemic that everybody was feeling so disconnected, so lost. And I really truly believe because I discovered that because I struggled myself during the pandemic, um, I wasn't able to fly at the time. And when I couldn't fly, I didn't know who I was anymore. I really felt lost. I felt just such a lack of connection in myself a lack of fulfillment and I was just not in a good place at all so I had to seek some external coaching some external help but because of that it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me I can't even begin to tell you now I'm kind of infusing that into my coaching that I do as well and it's just helped so many people but it all started with me just trying to help myself so it's incredible sometimes that whatever you do for yourself can really help other people so in this group, if there's something that you're struggling with, believe me, probably other people are too. So if you have a question you want to bring into the group or if there's something you're struggling with or something you want to celebrate, then, you know, it's something that will probably support and help other people. You'll tend to find that, you know, it's, it's a really supportive group. People will jump in and actually help to answer the questions that you've posed there, no matter what it's about. Um, and again, it's, you know, we're, we're all so similar because we all have, a very similar mindset this crew mindset that I that I've been referring to and I discovered that through the coaching that I've had myself what I discovered was that as crew we are driven by freedom connection travel and adventure the reason that people that have those drivers are drawn to being crews because being crew satisfies and fulfills those needs so perfectly it's an inherent part of who we are. It's those drivers are who we are and it's deeply fulfilled by being crew. So if that's who you are, you might find that you've maybe struggled in other areas of trying to find different careers, but you've been really drawn to being crew because there's something in you that just knows that those things are gonna be fulfilled. You might not even understand it or have an awareness of it, but that's something that I really deeply studied myself to understand myself, to try and get to a much happier and fulfilled place. And it's gone above and beyond that now. And that's how I'm able to support and coach other people. So I just want you to know that if that is what your driver is, there's nothing wrong with you. You just haven't maybe found where you can have a full expression of that, of who you are. And being crew most likely is what is going to satisfy those expressions. So you're in the right place. You're absolutely in the right place. So what makes cabin crew, what makes a cabin crew that is going to succeed, that is going to enjoy this role? Again, you have to be driven by those things and particularly by enjoying people. And you know, I said connection is a huge part. So connection we will find 
you know, ideally in ourselves, but that's sometimes a work in progress in life. But we will need to be driven by having connection with other people. Now, the what will airlines will look for is that even if you haven't got any previous flying experience on your CV, they're going to look for clues that and elements that you have been dealing with people on the front line, maybe in difficult scenarios, maybe in a call center, maybe front facing, you know, what, whatever that is, they want to see that you've been putting yourself out there to deal with almost being in the firing line for people, but also, you know, as part of being able to really connect with people. Because here's the thing, whether you're applying for private aviation crew, I'll tell you about that in a minute, or whether you're applying for cabin crew with a commercial airline, the airlines are looking for the same thing. They want you to create an experience for their passengers. Here's the thing, no matter what element of aviation you're in, people will not always remember what it was you did, but they will remember how you made them feel. And that is all to do with connection, how you really connect with people, because people are going to remember that. And maybe if you think into experiences in your own life, you know, you, you maybe can't recall the exact things that happened, but oh, you're going to remember how you felt. And that's what the airlines are looking for. They're looking for you. They're looking for people that can create a connection to create an experience. Because here's the thing as well. In the air, if you haven't flown, it's kind of an alien environment for passengers. So people always want to feel certain. They want to feel at home where they're at. And that's why people tend to stick with familiar things because it feels certain, it feels at home. They're kind of used to it it's in their comfort zone. So flying can be exciting, but also can be nerve wracking for a lot of people. And you are there to really create an environment and a feeling of home. And if you can do that, then that's what's going to make you really successful. And believe me, they're going to look for that in the interview. So first of all, the interview process is going to start with your CV, ideally getting it down to one, one and a half pages max. But what you want to do is rather than sort of have these waffly paragraphs, you want to just pick out the kind of nuggets from those. It's as though you've got a three course meal and a paragraph and you are digesting it down for them into little nuggets, bite-sized pieces so they can get a feel of you. It's just a snapshot, it's not a life story. It's just to give them a snapshot of, is this the kind of person we're looking for? And when they've got thousands of CVs to look at, certainly in commercial aviation, that's how it is. Then your CV needs to stand out, it needs to grab attention. I know a lot of people that have written to me have asked, if, is their CV suitable? and it doesn't even have any pictures on it. So flying is a very visual career and people are looking for how the cabin crew looks. So a lot of it's to do with your grooming. We're not talking about models here, but we're just talking about good grooming. You know, do you present yourself in a good way? Uh, do you make the most of the attributes that you have? Um, when you present yourself, you know, are you, are you sort of shy and sort of a little bit lacking confidence? Or do you stand tall and proud? You know, shoulders rolled back and standing upright and really engaging with the person you're talking to. You know, the way to do that on camera, by the way, so if you have a Zoom interview, it would be kind of like this right now. Now, if I look at the person that is interviewing me, I'll be looking down like this. But to create a connection, you need to have eye contact. And the way to do that is to look into the camera. So that's something just really important to remember. So if you're not used to doing that, maybe just practice that. Because again, creating a connection starts in your CV and it's going to be continued in the actual interview itself.
So looking at your CV, you want to show that you've had lots of people facing experience, really go into that. Now, they're not interested in, oh, you know, I answered the phone 10 times a day or, oh, I booked a few meetings. No, they want to know that the things that you dealt with to do with people, the people stuff, the real kind of nitty gritty of dealing with people because and dealing with difficult scenarios, because that's what you're going to be doing in the air. And these are the questions they're going to ask you in your interview, by the way, you know, they'll ask you whatever career you've been in, you know, tell us about a difficult time and how you dealt with that. And what they're looking for is you to come up with a difficult scenario, which again shows vulnerability, it shows courage and it shows confidence. Then you're going to take that and then show them your understanding of what the passenger, the passenger, the customer was trying to convey and then how you actually brought that to a solution and maintain the integrity of that relationship. Because ideally, at all times, you wanna maintain the integrity of the relationship. That should be your, your highest outcome to look at. Like how can I navigate this scenario and keep the integrity of that relationship and make that person happy? There are so many things you can do and the things you can talk about, and I'm sure there are many things you can think about. But they just want to see as well that you are growing, that you are learning, because we're human beings. We're, you know, we're here to have a learning experience and we're here to bring that learning into really excelling in whatever it is that we do. So that's going to be part of your interview process. Another thing is, is are you a good team worker or do you prefer to work alone? Are you good at both? Because frankly, if you're going as cabin crew, for example, they're going to look for an element of both. So the interview process it is generally a group because they want to set you some teamwork tasks. It will be under pressure. It will be timed. It will be probably things you've never done before. You might even have to sing as a group. I know I did that at my interview at Virgin Atlantic many years back. So um, it was hilarious. But the most important thing is, is to have fun. You know, everybody's out of their comfort zone in that moment. It doesn't matter but you are just thinking and going with the flow and going, okay, let's just see, this is a fun experience. And if you have that attitude, you're really going to stand out. It is going to come across because again, you know, you're there to connect with people. You're not there to, to be the best and beat everyone. You're like, let's just work as a team. Let's work together. And they're also going to set you potentially tasks alone as well, just to see how you function with that again, under a bit of pressure, because they want to see how you function in that environment, because that environment can be in the air as well. They also want to make sure that you're punctual. This is huge. I didn't realize how huge it was until I got into aviation to the point where at Virgin Atlantic, for example, in that first six months in your probation period, so they want to make sure that this suits you are suitable for the role. Um, you know, if, if you were late, uh, you started to lose concessions, you they would penalize you for another few months. So you didn't get your free flights, you know, you had to wait even longer. Um, and this is even just if you're one minute late. So aviation really just train you for your timekeeping abilities. It's, it's super important. That goes throughout all of aviation, no matter what it is you do, because time is money time is planning time is all of this stuff and it's very very important time is a huge factor so you need to be a good timekeeper and if you're not just start practicing sort of sticking to times and making sure that you work to that time frame so you're ready ready to go 
and you're not late. If you're going for a job interview, get there early because you just don't know what traffic's going to be like, all of those kinds of things. If you're late for an interview, honestly, forget it. it like, even if you are the best candidate in that room, if your timing is off, they're not going to employ you. So that is really important. So again, they're looking for a sense of autonomy, a sense of teamwork, uh, how you connect with people. Are you going with the flow? All of those things, they are really important. Now, are you suitable to be cabin crew even before you start out on this whole journey? And it will be a journey. And the thing is that I have discovered from working with a, a mentor, I'll talk a little bit about that in a little while, I was working with a mentor to better understand myself and I am, I would describe myself as being crew, you know, throughout my whole being, you know, I, I, that's how I, I best express myself. And the thing is, I discovered that as crew, we, and, and, and I am certainly driven by adventure, connection, travel and freedom. All of those things are super important to me. When I have those elements in my life, I feel really fulfilled. And guess what? That's why I was drawn to being cabin crew because those elements are really fulfilled by being crew because we have a ton of freedom, a ton of adventure, a ton of travel, and also lots of connection with people, whether it's with the crew members, whether it's with passengers. And you've got to live and breathe that stuff because that is what is, you know, when, when you when you are really living those elements in, in whatever it is that you choose to do, you have to make sure those elements are there, otherwise you're going to feel like something's missing. And we don't want that. You know, it saves a lot of time, a lot of heartache by actually just recognizing what it is that you need and then finding a role that fulfills that. And chances are, if you're drawn to being cabin crew, you can probably say yes to all of those and maybe add a few more as well. I learned from working with my mentor that as crew, we are all driven by the same factors. You know, of course we have other nuances sort of around those, but we are really driven by those main pillars and that's why we're all here. Now, the beautiful thing is that um, when you've been crew or you have a crew mindset, you think out of the box. You don't think like other people. Maybe you felt like a bit of a loner or an outsider because of that. But believe me, being crew and certainly inside this crew community, you are at home. You know, you are recognized by other people that think in the same way. And what I discovered is that when I was looking at a job on the ground, that people wanted to employ me because I thought out of the box, because I thought in a different way. I could see things in a different way. You know, I could really have this ability to deeply connect with people. You know, it was so, so important to them as a business. And that's the thing. You know, you are the business. And that's what em employers are looking for. It's what the airline industry is looking for. It's, it's the thing is that people don't necessarily remember what you did, but they're going to remember, again, how you made them feel. And when you can create that, when you have that ability to do that, that is where you are such an asset to that company. I can't even begin to tell you. It's taken me a long time to figure this stuff out, but now I'm putting all of this into my videos, my coaching, etc. Also with not just crew. And that's the thing. It's like, I want you to really embrace all of who you are. There is nothing wrong with you. 
you know, because you think in a different way, because you're driven by different things. It's just that you need to find a, a platform that will actually support all of those drivers in you so that you do feel fulfilled. Now, one thing I have discovered is, you know, there are other things that you can do in life that aren't just flying that are going to fulfill them. But if you're drawn to flying, they are really going to be fulfilled. So in terms of what I do, so I was cabin crew with Virgin Atlantic for six years. And then I transitioned into private flying, which I've been doing for 16 years. So I now fly in private jets, small and large jets. On the larger jets, a bit more like commercial airline, but with a private dining kind of experience. And that is something that is very bespoke that I've kind of had to take everything that I did at Virgin, kind of really hone in on various elements throughout the earth, throughout the years. I've flown royalty, pop stars, very famous people, what have you. But one thing I have noticed is that when they get in the air, they want to just have a sense of home. They want to have a sense of calm. And, you know, again, flying is such an alien experience for so many people that when they get in the air, they just want to feel at home. So that's a huge job of yours, just to actually give them a feeling of home, a sense of calm, a sense of belonging, a sense of security. All those things are really important. And by you feeling calm and confident in yourself first, then you project your energy from that place. Everything you then do and then say from that place is going to support that, that, that wonderful environment that they're looking for. And you being able to create that, you can project that in your interview, which will help you to get the job. It will really make you stand out. You know, the people that are interviewing you again are going to remember how you made them feel. And that is such a wonderful, wonderful thing about being crew. You have it naturally. You have it inherently. You know, you are driven by connection. And by the way, what they're also looking for in the interview, and in fact, I've got a funny story to tell you. When I went for my interview at Virgin Atlantic, uh, I, I did the, the, the morning session where it's with a group. The afternoon was one-on-one. -on -one. I was, they delayed me by an hour. And when I walked into the room, now it was, it was held in like a fancy hotel. And when I walked into the room to talk to the interviewers and they said, so sorry to keep you waiting, Heidi, we were a bit delayed. And I said, oh, totally off the cuff. I said, oh, no worries. I just sat downstairs and drank the bar dry. I was fine. And ha ha ha. And I thought, oh no, what have I said? They now think I'm some raging alcoholic. <laughs> And much to my surprise, they said, Heidi, you are the kind of people that we want here at Virgin Atlantic because we want people that want to go out and have fun and play and enjoy and engage with people. That's what we really want. And I thought, wow, okay. So even from the start of my flying career, I've just been building on all of my learning and then collating that together into kind of supporting people. So this is what they're looking for. So in terms of if you're the kind of person that, don't get me wrong, we all like a balance. You know, I, I'm a people person, but I also like to recharge my batteries in the background. So I like some alone time. So I, I'm all, all about balance. But some people just thrive on being out the whole time. Some people thrive on just going inwards the whole time. Now, here's the issue. If you're going for a job at an airline and you're the kind of person that doesn't really like to socialize and go out and do stuff, you're the kind of person that likes to sit in your room you're not going to thrive. You're just going to be surviving. And the thing is, they know that if you go out and enjoy New York on your one night or wherever it's you're going, 
that they know you're going to be someone that is going to stay there because you're going to enjoy the job. That is the actual job. That's that's the part that you're really enjoying, right? That's why you do the job, to, to enjoy those experiences. And if you're not going out to enjoy them, then you're not enjoying your job and therefore you're going to leave. So they've also discovered that they need to find people that enjoy socializing, that enjoy connecting, because otherwise they know it's a waste of their money investing in you in that training course if you're just going to leave. So they want to see an expression of that as well, that you love to connect with people, that you're outgoing. And that should start on your CV as well. You know, you need to put a section of hobbies. What do you love doing? Don't just let us all be reading. You know, you want to also have some outdoor pursuits to show them that you're active. That is really important as well. So when it comes down to training, it is actually very intense. You are going to be on a six-week training course with a commercial airline. That And, and for the first element of that, uh, it's the first four weeks. It's a very intensive safety training course. I say intensive because there is so much to learn. You've got like a manual to learn. You do do it in bite-sized pieces every day and at the end of every day, just to make sure you're retaining that information, they're gonna test you. So you do have exams, you do have to have, I believe it's an 80% pass rate every day. So it's very high, but it should be. So that's something that is gonna take a lot of your energy and effort. At the end of that, you get the fun stuff. This is where all of the, um, the training on service and passengers, role plays, all of that stuff. You're gonna learn a ton of stuff during that time. And that really, I have brought into my private flying now as well. So that's the, that's the element of the training with commercial airlines. Now, I wanna just talk to you briefly about private flying because um, I've alluded to the fact that that's what I now do. I've been doing it 16 years. And again, um, this is where you are cooking, you're cleaning, cleaning toilets probably five times during every flight, plus at the end, plus right at the start, cleaning all the windows yourself, vacuuming, you know, maybe just pick people, you know, like the, the flight crew, you know, sometimes they help, sometimes they don't. They're just picking up their feet, you're vacuuming under them, feeding them at the same time, doing the washing up. Um, it's really like setting up a dinner party, like setting up someone's home every time you're flying. There's a lot of responsibility. But the wonderful side of it is that sometimes you get a nine night uh, Maldives, you know, and you get to stay in a really nice hotel with the pilots. Um, you know, maybe you're flying royalty, maybe you're flying pop stars. You know, I've done many pop star flights where I've flown them around Europe for three months intensively, where they're going from gig to gig, you get invitations to the gigs, you know, all sorts of stuff. You know, it's a it's a very different world. And then sometimes I might meet you and say, hey, really love what you do. Can you please replicate this on our yacht? You know, there are all sorts of opportunities. This can also happen in commercial flying. I've heard of people working at the first class or upper class bar and being invited by clients to, to go and work for them and these wonderful opportunities as well. So, you know, what really speaks to people is the ability that you're able to connect with them, the experience you're able to create for them. And as I say, it's gotta be something that you love and let yourself be confident in that because not everybody in this world is a good connector or a good communicator, but you are, you're blessed with that. You know, you have a wonderful platform to really express all of these modalities that you have in flying. And it's such a wonderful, incredible opportunity. And it's a, it, it's a blessing to be able to fly. It truly is. 
as I say, not just crew are an incredible group of people. They set it up during the pandemic. And again, it was because, you know, we have really struggled and suffered, particularly during the pandemic, because many of us lost our jobs. But also knowing that, because I understand my highest drivers and modalities now for me to feel fulfilled, because I had such a lack of connection, because we were isolated, I had no freedom. All of my freedom was taken away in so many ways that that's why I feel like I doubly suffered during that time. And if you have the same mindset, if your crew, if you have a crew mindset, I believe you would also have suffered doubly so because of that, because they are our deep drivers. We need to have that, some element of that in our life every single day for us to feel fulfilled. And at the end of the day, we all want to be happy. We all want to want to be able to express ourselves and live a, live a wonderful life. And that really is at the key of you feeling fulfilled if you are crew, that you need to find some element of freedom, connection, travel and adventure. Even if you're reading about travel, even if you're absorbing yourself in something, just feed that part of your soul that needs it. It's so powerful and so important. And when you really own that and embrace that and then speak into that in a job interview and really show that you understand that their clients are looking for connection. And in fact, they're craving connection. Everybody's craving connection after the pandemic. You know, everybody needs it. And if you're able to create that in whatever role you're going to, you are a huge asset. I can't even begin to tell you. So just embrace all of these things that you are, everything about you that you are, it's so powerful and it's so important. Now, if you're looking at becoming private crew, for example, you don't have to have been commercial crew, but I think it really helps because it's going to help you decide if you can cope with the jet lag, you know, the time away from home, can you cope with the airline environment, can you deal with projectile vomiting, can you deal with serving breakfast after you've just done an 11, 11 hour flight and now you've got to serve breakfast and look lively and put your lipstick on if you're a lady and look smart if you're a guy, you know, all of those things and put a smile on your face. That's actually also a, a big part of the job, you know, that, but again, if when you're doing something you love and if it's a part of who you are, it's going to get you through the kind of not so great aspects of the role. So that's really important. Now, in terms of how you present yourself, this is very important. I've talked about how to present yourself in an interview, but another big part is this role is very visual, so grooming is huge. We're not talking about supermodels here, right? We're talking about just good grooming. So if you're a guy, you know, you might have to look at the, the agreements, the expectations on facial hair, for example. For ladies, for sure, your hair should be, should be well-groomed. You know, if your hair is any longer than mine, it has to be tied back. Private crew is different because they, you know, you can leave your hair down at the start, but then tie it back for the meal service, for example. That's a whole other thing. But for commercial cabin crew, they just want you to look smart, sleek, elegant, to be representing them as an ambassador in a really positive way. So that's really important. Now, an extension of that would be on your CV. You know, make sure that your pictures are warm, inviting, approachable. Imagine what a passenger would want to see walking on board and they see your face and they think, oh, I can relax, I'm at home now. That's what they're looking for. That needs to be on your CV. I've had so many people send me their CVs to review them. And I'm like, where are the pictures? You know, this is a very visual industry as well. So 
part of what they see is also part of the experience. So again, don't need to be a supermodel, far from it, but they're looking to feel something. But we, as human beings, we are visual. We're, we're gonna look first and then we tune into how we feel. The most important thing is, is that you're well-groomed, you're well put together, you look confident, you feel confident, you're solid, you're holding yourself well, you're not scrunched up and like lacking confidence, you are projecting confidence just with how you stand and how you look. And an extension of that is to have those really lovely pictures on your CV. You want to have something that's it's a good head and shoulders shot. It's warm, it's inviting. You're smiling with your eyes as well as here. You know, that's something that has been really powerful during the pandemic. You know, we have to smile with our eyes because when we've had to wear masks, people can't see you smiling and it's really depressing. So if you can imagine, how would you smile if you were wearing a mask? Okay, and then you have that smile with your eyes and then you smile here and then everything is together. But you could just be smiling here and not with your eyes. And can you feel the difference? Can you see the difference? So that was something that I learned in modeling, by the way. So you need to also smile with your eyes as well, because they're like the windows to your soul. And it's what creates trust from the get-go. It's what creates familiarity, a sense of calm, a sense of home. So all those things are really important. Now, again, if you're in an interview where you are talking to the camera, um, you know, you need to look at the actual camera itself because that's the, the eye connection. Again, looking down and then looking back, it creates that connection. So again, it's just something that I can't drum into you enough, but something to kind of really focus on. So that's looked at the training process. That's looked at the recruitment process. That's looked at your CV. Um, all of those things are really vitally important to get in place to make sure that you're then going to get that job. Now, if you're someone that is joining this group because you've already been crew, maybe you want a change of career, but you don't know where to start again. All I can say to you is that the most important thing is, is that, you know, people say once you once you crew, you're always crew. And what they're talking about here is the mindset. You remember those drivers that I was talking about? That freedom, deep connection, travel and adventure. As long as you find a role that pretty much fulfills all of those criteria. So even if you don't travel for the role, but at least you have some freedom and you have some connection, you have a feeling of adventure. So maybe no two days the same. You are going to thrive in that role. But if you are trying to box yourself into something that you don't feel has any freedom, that hasn't got any connection, you're not going to thrive and you are going to be miserable and feel really unfulfilled. So it's quite an easy role to stick to. This stuff is just something that I've learned in my own coaching with, with my mentor and it has actually changed my life and it's helped me to really support other people out of really deep unhappiness into real fulfillment by just helping them to be aware of this stuff in themselves. It's so powerful. So I do hope that helps you as well. What I want to encourage you to do is really be involved and become part of this group because it's not just a group, it's not just a community, but it's your crew family. We are all family. You know, whenever we get on an aircraft and we're crew, we were so proud to be crew. And we want to tell everybody, uh, you know, tell those crew members, hey, I'm crew too. You know, it's like, nodding at lorry drivers when they go past one lorry driver will say hello to the other one motorbike driver will say hello to the other it's kind of the same as crew 
that's what I found maybe weird but I, I love that stuff um so this is something that is an absolute privilege to be a part of we are so privileged to be crew and it's such a wonderful specialist industry and believe me if you are going into something after being crew you're going to be a huge asset because the way you see things is very different to other people and you want to stand out you want to be different so I'm just here to remind you to embrace that to embrace your differences to to embrace everything that you are because you are a huge asset to any airline to any private aviation opportunity and also to anything else that you choose to go in after you've been crew you're a huge asset it's something to be truly proud of and it's something to really make the most of if you're struggling with anything or you want to celebrate something, get in that group, share it. Because trust me, if it's something that you're thinking about, because we're all wired in the same way, there'll be so many others that were thinking about the same thing. And they'll be so glad that you post that question in that group. So just a little bit more about me again, as I mentioned earlier on, that I've been part private crew. I've now gone into coaching from, because I've worked with a mentor myself to, help myself get through the pandemic which I really struggled with I lost a sense of who I was I lost my identity I didn't understand what was going on with me and I didn't realize that because of those drivers that weren't being fulfilled every day that's why I was so desperately miserable but because of the coaching that I've invested in and myself I'm not able to really help other people you don't necessarily have to take my coaching services. I've put a ton of free videos on my Instagram. It's Heidi Cole underscore confidence in the air. That's Heidi Cole underscore confidence in the air. Or if you want to reach out and write to me, my email is Heidi at confidence in the air.com. That's Heidi at confidence in the air.com. So there are just a range of ways to get in touch with me and to also see more of what I do. I hope you've enjoyed today's video. I hope there are some things in here that you're able to take with you to really help you to decide if this is the right role for you. And if it is some takeaways to really help you to, to get that role. And if you need any help or support with anything, please reach out to me, reach out to the group because we're all here to help you, all here to really support you and make sure that you can really thrive in this role. Sending so much love. Bye for now.